0: The LexisNexis Environmental Law and Climate Change Community Podcast. Presentations and interviews with leading attorneys and industry professionals. On this edition, Y.S. Chi, Chief Executive Officer of Elsevier Science and Technology, on the Reed Elsevier Environmental Challenge. The opinions expressed by guests interviewed on LexisNexis legal podcasts do not necessarily reflect those of Reed Elsevier Incorporated, LexisNexis, subsidiary companies, shareholders, employees, or customers, and should not be considered legal advice. Y.S. Chi is CEO of Elsevier Science and Technology. Mr. Chi heads Elsevier's division responsible for supplying scientific technical and medical information to academic research institutions, government research establishments, corporate research labs, and individual research scientists. Mr. Chi is involved in several educational, artistic, charitable, and professional organizations, serving as a trustee or board member of the Korean American Community Foundation, Princeton University Press, and the Association of American Publishers. He is also the United States representative to the International Publishers Association. Mr. G, it is a pleasure to have you with us on this LexisNexis podcast. Thank you. Tell us, if you would, about the Reed Elsevier Environmental Challenge.
1: Well, the Reed Elsevier Environmental Challenge is an innovative idea in itself to try to encourage a wide audience to come up with ideas to tackle an issue that we feel passionate about, uh, which is about access to water, and to do so with A great deal of organization and incentive behind it and that includes association and interaction with experts as well as some prize for the winners and this allows us to do this in a a fashion that is much more structured rather than haphazard.
0: Why would Reed Elsevier establish this competition?
1: Reed Elsevier as you know is a leading provider around the world for well-cured, world-class information and productivity tools that help improve outcomes, whether that outcome is for lawyers, for doctors, uh, research scientists, engineer, business relationship builders, and so on and so forth. And we thought that we would try to somehow leverage what we are so good at, our core competence, competitive advantage, and at the same time, create a mechanism where focus can be given to those with the most innovative ideas. And we thought that the structure of a competition, as we have tested in other divisions like Elsevier, has worked really well and that it gives credibility at the same time. All of our four divisions have portfolio products and services that help, improve outcomes and that's really why we all come to work every morning right it's to help our customers help their outcomes so i think that using our extensive networks and expertise to tackle an issue that we're passionate about would be something unique
0: why the focus on water why not uh, another pressing environmental issue like climate change
1: yeah i can't say that water is the most important but it's one of the most important issues that we face when we deal with sustainable environment for, for humanities. It happens to leverage on the fact that all of our divisions touch on this in some ways. For example, a great deal of research that we have in our Elsevier division, the environmental law content at LexisNexis, the very large engineering show for environment called Polytech at the Reed exhibition, and the publication of New Scientists through RBI It just seemed very appropriate that within that, we also found something that some of our divisions had been focusing on already. It's not a brand new thing. We've been focusing on water, except in a more uh, compartmentalized and divided way. And we brought everybody together here. And I think that this makes sense. Now, let me also tell you that I think many of us have heard some pundits tell us that, you know, if humanities were to ever engage in World War III, that it would be over water. And I think that really makes sense. Uh, I have traveled all around the world. I've done volunteer work in Africa, in the Amazon, in the last couple of years with my children. And, boy, I have gotten some truly renewed sense of appreciation for drinkable water, that you can't take that for granted.
0: It's something that all of us have to have.
1: It's something that we take for granted. Just like the quality of air, a quality of water is essential. And I... You know, I have to say, having lived in mostly advanced nations, uh, although I've, I lived four years in Africa and I've lived in South America and whatnot, too, but until last couple of years, I really didn't have the same sense of appreciation for how much I took the running water for granted, and I think this is wonderful that we're tackling the water issue. It is something that Reed Elsevier can say with pride that we have some core competence and relevance, and So many of our employees and our customers have told us that that they care about this. It's a good marriage.
0: It sounds like it, yes. The competition, the challenge has been uh, underway for a a little while now. Uh, Talk about, if you can, some of the different kinds of projects that you have seen, what they're focused on. How many registrants have there been so far?
1: Well, so far we are not quite even halfway through the application process, and we've had 50 entrants or so. Uh, We expect to see a lot more coming in toward the end, of course. Uh, You know, we all wait till the last minute, right? They are coming from all over the world, from North America, Europe, Africa, Asia. The projects so far that we have seen range from tools to make kind of evidence, fact-based decisions in planning construction and rehabilitation of water infrastructure to modeling rainfall uh, you know, given the climate change factors, they also include things that leverage on the rule of law in countries that face water challenges, because without the rule of law and the confidence in it, there are, there are no incentives for foreign investments in economic development. So we're seeing a, a, quite a variety.
0: I understand the Rio de environmental challenge will be contributing to the, the water for life decade?
1: Yes, uh, it's a good point. We will be contributing to that. That was established by the U.N. General Assembly to run over a decade from 2005 ending in 2015. It is a part of the Millennium Development Goal, and that is specifically to reduce by half the number of people without access to safe drinking water and to stop the unsustainable exploitation of water resources by certain nations, certain regions. So I think this is is a good coincidence.
0: You mentioned prizes would be awarded. Can you talk about those a little bit?
1: You know, it's not the money that really motivates these people, but the first prize will get $50,000 to develop the idea, and then there will be a second prize of $25,000, um, and it will be announced in June of next year.
0: How will you decide among the projects? That's going to be a, an incredible task, I would think.
1: You know, we are trying to do this in a way that will be practical. and So this is not about just a purely academic, philosophical, or political outcome we want to see. So whatever project that wins should probably be replicable, it should be scalable, sustainable, and be a a role model for innovation. It needs to be uh, implementable, and I think that it needs to be able to have local and community engagement rather than external influence into a uh, community. So I think that these would be the things that I believe will be determining the winners. Everybody's a winner when they have an idea, but I think that those who win the cash prize will have the seed money to actually put it into action.
0: Who will be judging the challenge?
1: There are two levels of judging. The first review is being done by a group of panelists, and then there will be final winning judge panel and both of these panels will be composed of scientists, policymakers, NGO people who have actually had practical experience in implementing projects, as well as journalists and editors. We are not yet disclosing names, and I think that uh, that would be kind of something that we would want to do after the application deadline is passed. But we're very excited about the names that we have. It's really. Um, heartwarming to see these people spending their time voluntarily on a competition like this to judge and we're very grateful.
0: Sounds like it's a wide range of experts from various backgrounds.
1: Right, it's, it's experts and I think uh, you know I think that's the key word.
0: If someone was interested in applying, can you describe what they would need to provide in their submission?
1: Well I think the application will will indicate that clearly, but uh, we needed to follow a description where you start out with a summary and then you talk about who you are and then what the project is and why they believe that this is replicable, scalable, sustainable, implementable, and why this is going to be one that the local host will embrace and engage. And then the typical timeline and and the resources required. I think this is well laid out in the uh, website.
0: And the project's goals and and purpose and and outcomes all need to be uh, clearly laid out?
1: Exactly. We need to know how to measure the outcome. In the end, everything that Read Elsevier does is about improving outcomes. So even in competition like this for what we do for our community and philanthropy, we need to emphasize that outcome must be measurable.
0: So there is a, an application process and there are guidelines. If someone was interested, how would they go about applying?
1: Yeah, if you go to readelsevier.com site and find the Corporate Responsibility page, within it you'll see an Environmental Challenge 2010, or you can email environmentalchallenge at and you'll get a response.
0: And the submission deadline is when?
1: November 1 of this year is the submission deadline.
0: And then after that?
1: There will be first group of review by internal and external experts, which then will come down to a small pool where only external experts will determine and announce in June of 2011.
0: Mr. Chi, thank you very much for your time in talking about the Reed Elsevier Environmental Challenge. And we look forward to hearing from you again when a winner is selected.
1: I am very much uh, anxious to be able to do that in June.
0: Y.S.G., CEO of Elsevier Science and Technology, Global Head of Public Affairs, on the Reed Elsevier Environmental Challenge 2010. Thank you for listening to the LexisNexis Environmental Law and Climate Change Community Podcast. Copyright 2010 by LexisNexis, a division of Reed Elsevier Incorporated. Visit the LexisNexis communities. At www.lexisnexis.com/community, I'm Steve Bursler. Thank you for listening.